Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by journalist with the Business Post, Sarah McGuinness. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So a survey was conducted by the credit union that showed that 40% of third level students struggle to afford living expenses. Where does this all begin then for students? Yeah, so it's actually mad, Louise. So that study was conducted in 2021 when kind of getting by was a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, it's a, it was a real problem then. And I can only imagine it's an even bigger issue now. 88, 88% of students said that they worried about money and 41% said that they stressed about it all the time. Um, and then that obviously fed to 40% saying that they struggled to afford college. And like, it's everything. It's from you know, food, books, tuition, accommodation, you know, like students just kind of seem to be worried about affording every aspect of college. And as I said, that was in 2021, a year when inflation was 2.36%. And like, as we all know, it's not that anymore. Mm. Like it's about 4.9% at the minute. Um, So things aren't great. So I can't imagine that the mood among third level students is kind of any better at this point in time. And it's quite a shame to be worried about finances when you're going into college because you kind of should be excited and kind of getting into education and getting to go and do something you really love. Yeah, well, I feel like when we all think about the typical kind of college experience it's kind of going out and making Mm -hmm. new friends and like being a bit wild and all that sort of thing but like obviously that's going to be like that's not everything college should be but the social side of it definitely is a big part and if you're kind of worried about money and worried about kind of just living out of home and making that work for you obviously the social side of things is going to be curtailed Um, and like especially like I know myself like I'm like from North Dublin Um, I I like lived at home I went to DCU I lived at home was so mm-hmm. lucky to do that Um, but like even still you know like it's kind of little things that you don't even really think about like topping up your leap card all the time or if yeah. you drive um, like how do I afford my car insurance it's really everything and um, but like there are ways of managing it and making it the least amount of stress that it has to be and you just kind of have to know how. I suppose most students will have some sort of a part-time job when they leave school that means they'll also have to sign into a bank and get a credit card what is the best way to look at that like how should you approach it? So basically like bank when like anyone who's been a fresher or anyone Mm -hmm. who's going to be a fresher will know that when you're on campus those first couple of weeks, Bank of Ireland's there, AIB is there, Permanent mm-hmm. TSB is there, and they're promising you the world on a platter. <laughs> you know, they're throwing loads of things at you because banks know that two to five percent of bank account holders move banks every year. So that's a really low percent. Like that is barely anything, you know. So they know that if they can get you when you're kind of opening your first bank account or looking for a student account to finance your third level education, that they're basically getting a customer for life out of you. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to kind of survey all your options and choose the best one. So most banks will kind of offer um fee free so you don't have to pay to have the bank account accounts. That's the kind of bog standard. And then you know, they kind of offer various different other things to get you on board. So things like credit cards, things like overdraft and loans. But if you're when you're approaching any form of credit, so anything that could get you into debt, you have to be so careful. You have to think like, is this for something that I need or is it for something that I want? So say if you get a credit card, for example, that is like the most expensive form of credit that you 
can get. So on a student account, bearing in mind, it's like a lower, marginally lower rate of interest. It's still 14%. So for every 100 euro that you put on your credit card, you are going to have to pay the bank 14 euro for that, um, for that service. Like it's mad. So like say you have a credit card and most people would kind of avoid you from using it because it's like just such a debt just amounts without you Mm -hmm. even realizing it. Um, like they like you kind of have to think like right okay I, I have no other way of affording my groceries this month I'll just have to put it on the credit card or is it kind of like a case of oh I really want to go on that night out but I'm a bit stuck, stuck for cash will I put that on the credit card obviously the first option there is a way more reasonable <laughs> um explanation I guess they do have like different benefits so like they'll like they like student accounts will stop you from overspending so they'll come with caps like I think it's 1000 euro for AIB and 600 euro for Bank of Ireland um, and they do offer kind of periods short bursts where you won't be charged any interest for using the card but it's all really temporary so it's not something you should be getting into a habit of. And I suppose along with credit cards a lot of students may need to get loans is there a better place to get a loan? So generally, Bank of Ireland, AIB and the credit union are the kind of top three options. Of those two, um, AIB is probably the best. They kind of have the most flexible options um, and they also come with the best student account options in terms of overdrafts and like um, they have a graduate account that you can enter afterwards, all that kind of good and boring stuff. But anyway, the loan side of things, AIB um, would have the best option. So they have one loan which um, allows you to borrow from 650,000 euros. So that could really cover anything. That covers your fees if you need to get a car, um, anything and everything that you might need repayable over one to five years at 8.45% interest. So that's like obviously still a cost to you, but it is quite a competitive rate. Um, But then they also have student contribution loan, which basically allows you to cover the cost of your tuition. So that three grand figure. Um, So it really like it it builds up over every year but um like in first year of college say like you need to take your three grand out for your tuition that year you'll only be paying like 20 quid a month for the first year anyway which is great and then it kind of increases incrementally after that so you pay off um the interest that 8.45 percent cost while you're in college for the three or four years of your degree and then you are given up to an extra five years to pay off the rest of it now the more the longer you spread out a loan, the more it will cost you in the end because the bank is pocketing that interest. Um, but it is kind of a good way of managing it. And then credit union as well. I don't know. I feel like there's just something really safe about your credit union. It's <laughs> where you like put your communion money or whatever. But like they are deadly as well. So um, they have an upper limit that they can charge on interest. So you know that you're not really going to get scammed. Like AIB could hike that up tomorrow to like 13 they won't but they could whereas Mm. the credit union can't Um, and again it's still quite reasonable it's actually slightly lower than AIB it's 7.1% and um, they actually don't have an upper limit because it's kind of so local there's a lot of room for negotiation Um, so those would be the kind of top two that I would look for I definitely feel like this is something we should be taught in school because you kind of leave school and then you're suddenly given all these options and you're like um... (laughs) Oh, I know it's so overwhelming like I even 
like I don't know I was speaking to there's this fabulous service as well the money advice and budgeting service and they are all so nice in there like any personal finance article that I'm writing I give them a call and I'm like what would you advise people to do on this <laughs> they are so lovely and they're a completely free service if you ever do find yourself in financial difficulty but they I was chatting to Michelle O'Hara in there and she was saying like you know when you go to college oftentimes you have to learn how to drive to get yourself mm. to and from college you have to learn how to cook when you're living away and you have to learn how to manage your money as well which is a skill people don't really tend to think of but is equally as important for like leading a very like happy and stress-free life and um, so it's so important and it actually can be really easily done and um, like I said maps are a really great resource they are they have a free helpline that's open like 11 hours of the day 9 a.m to 8 p.m wow. um, and there's someone always at the other end of it so if you do kind of find yourself about to embark on like your undergrad your postgrad or just like you're in college and you don't really know what to do about it and um, help is out there and maps are fab for giving help so if there is a student at home trying to figure out what to do now that they're heading into college would you suggest they contact them for advice Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like I said, the free helpline um, with like an expert waiting at the other end of the phone to help tell you what to do. Like if you are worried about taking out a loan, like they will sit down with you and kind of work out how you can repay it in a way that suits your lifestyle and suits your finances. Um, they also have like loads of branches around the country. There might be one near you. You can drop into them. Um, they're a fabulous resource or you can drop into your student union as well now they won't be able to kind of do as much on the kind of banking end mm -hmm. of things but even small things like if you're worried about affording a laptop they um like they might be able to give you a free laptop under a government scheme or um like if you're worried about groceries some student unions run food banks so they're really like they're great help as well and they can also talk you through more of the grant side of things because lots of people are eligible for grants like Susie or there's a couple of bursary funds which are for people from disadvantaged backgrounds um, and they all have a, the USI has such an in-depth um, knowledge of that so if you go to your students union and kind of ask them what you might be eligible for they'll definitely be able to give you a steer. Excellent so much great advice there. Sarah McGuinness join us with the Business Post thank you so much for chatting to us.